1: Welcome to the Sticker Levels Podcast.
0: On this week's episode, we get uncanny. I'm player one, Coach McGurk's robot face, Toby. I'm player two, Bamf and Goobs. And we have a special guest, a player three. Please introduce yourself. Here comes a new... I am player three, Laser Eye Lefko. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode, we go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then. We go right into Rage Mirror. Are you running through a cornfield backwards and all of a
1: sudden Colossus is there? And it's not a corn cob in your ass, it's his fist! Oh my goodness. Where's the fire? And then the human torch comes out and yells, flame on! And then lights your pubes on fire and also punches you in the dick.
0: Can light this game on fire. (laughs) Well, after we rage about the game, we try to settle down and we give the game a nice one to ten review. Why one to ten, goobs? Because we're some simple thick boys. Thick, thick, Thick
1: boys!
0: We are simple. We are thick. Uh, Lethco, our our guest, are are you a part of the thick boy club? Oh, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah, I'm definitely on the chunky side. Yeah. Oh no, we call it thick. The women like us, nice and thick, and that's how we deliver. Yeah, like the blob. <laughs> we we are the blob of the X Men universe. <laughs> I like to picture of
1: myself more like a juggernaut, but it's not the case.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, only part of me can get hard <laughs> uh, I, Not all the time at my age Yeah, your nipples when it's cold
0: <laughs> Iceman's
1: blasting your nipples Ooh,
0: you know, Bobby We're making a lot of X-Men references, Goobs Why are we making so many X-Men references?
1: <laughs> to take away the, the torment that we have in our brains After playing Uncanny X-Men on the NES Oh my goodness
0: Yeah. Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today, and uh, this is the part where I like to say what our experiences are with this said game. This is my first playthrough of this ever. I've never played this before. I don't recall playing this before, so everything was new to me. Otherwise, I would not have... uh Agreed to play this game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing, or did I just spoil it? I don't know which that is. See, I played another LJN X-Men game as a child.
1: Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, that's enough of that. I don't need to play another one. So I kind of <laughs> skipped this. Up until, <laughs> The sad part uh,
2: is you played the good one. <laughs> <laughs> up until uh, these last few weeks here, I've been pounding away at this game. Let's see, I got this game uh, given to me in my younger days, and I was really excited for it, because you look at the uh, cartridge label, and it's got good artwork.
0: Oh, yeah, the artwork is so cool on on the, the box on this one.
2: I, I was really
0: excited until I, you know, got in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Now, you can't really give too many of your memories right here uh, on this portion of our show. And why is that, Lethko? Uh, That is because my memories will be
2: on another show called Afterglow. Uh, We're going to uh, be covering that game all over on my show, roughly at the same time as this episode goes up, too. So if you're listening to this, if you uh, check out Afterglow, hopefully you'll have my personal memories up on it here in a day or two.
0: That's what we call synergy in the business. (laughs) Uh, And I will... We'll make sure there is uh, links to uh, your show in the show notes of this episode, so people can get to that very easily. Uh, you've got you've already covered quite a few games, though, so there's a good backlog too that you should go gander through.
1: There's an episode with
2: me on there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh, that that was one of the best ones ever. You actually got someone else to listen to other
0: than my raspy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh well guys um should we just go ahead and get into the uh, deets of this game?
2: Oh if we have to
0: yeah let's snick <laughs> our way into uh, let's sneak our way right into the deets. This game was released in December of 1989. It was developed. By, let's let's I'll stop the train right there because it's either both tech. Or Pixel or Atlas that produced this uh, that developed this game. I don't think it was Atlas. this game's not good enough to be an Atlas game. There's. It's just funny that it's just been lost to time who the actual developer is of this game. I wouldn't want to
2: claim uh, that I developed it, so I don't blame them. It's okay.
0: <laughs> and that's everything that I was reading is like the developers are like, nope, nope, that wasn't part of us. That wasn't us. <laughs> but this game was published. By the Death Rainbow itself, LJN. An interactive game from LJN. This is only an exclusive on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Nobody wanted to play. (laughs) No one else wanted it. Uh, This is a one or two player 2D action run and gun. And guys, I got a little bit of a story for you. Oh yeah, I can't wait to hear this one. It's time
1: for time with Toby.
0: Magneto and his band of evil henchmen are putting the entire human race in danger. The only ones that can save the world is you, Professor Xavier and the Uncanny X-Men. Wolverine, <laughs> Cyclops, <laughs> Storm, <laughs> Colossus, <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler, and Iceman. We'll go into some very dangerous situations, two at a time. So you'll want to pick their abilities carefully to work with each other. Cerebro and the Cerebro, the advanced computer system, will display the different missions you'll ha- <laughs> you'll send the teams out to. The object of the game is simple. You must maneuver your team of X-Men through each mission, dodging or battling the enemies to reach your way to Magneto before his plans of world domination are complete. You must search for secret command posts hidden in each mission and shut it down. If you accomplish your missions correctly, who knows? Maybe you'll be able to meet face-to-face with the Master of Magnetism in a final confrontation. Whew. The story's much better than the game. It's, yeah. It's just an X-Men. It's just it's just an but, X-Men story. Uh, the story makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh now this game should take around two and a half hours to beat, according to howlongtobeat.com. Um I played it for over that and didn't even get close, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Way over that amount of time. <laughs> uh now, speedrun.com has a record set by two orange. And that's T-O-O orange. They're just two orange of five minutes and 54 seconds. And there's, How? there's a special rule. The rule is timer starts at player control. So the first frame characters are visible in a level and the timer ends at the first uh, frame of the congratulations screen. Five minutes, uh, six minutes, essentially. You know, they can beat this game in six minutes. <laughs> It's ridiculous.
2: That's someone that either had some dedication or had no other game for
0: their system but (laughs) this game. Yes, exactly. Uh, Speedrunners are definitely a different beast. X-Men reference? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) moving on. You want to get into the gameplay? Yeah, I'll practically move our way to the gameplay. So the D-pad moves you in all directions since it's a uh, somewhat top-down game. A is to use your mutant abilities, a.k.a. projectiles, or this, um... The best way I can describe the attack button is a stomp. Like, it looks like the character's, like, stepping forward to stomp on you. I always thought they are opposing. <laughs> it's like Zooming? Thrusting or, like, an arm and a leg out. <laughs> They're, they're, uh, what's what's the pose that he does in, in Zoolander that hurts everyone? The the blue steel. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're just like blue steel, blue steel when you stomp at him. <laughs> uh, and then the B button is to jump or fly, or the suicide teleport. button. Yeah, yes, the suicide button is exactly what that is. Uh, the start button is to pause the game, or. <laughs> Or to view your status screen. Yeah, so in order to see your
1: health,
2: you got to push start. What? <laughs> it's kind of important too because there's no um, temporary invincibility. Whenever you get hit, you you can just get go from like full health to nothing in a matter of seconds.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You don't get those invulnerable frames of uh, of life or whatever. So, select is to move to the different missions or characters on the menu. And this game, like I said, is a one or two player game. But if you do single player, the computer takes over for the second character. (laughs) And they're fucking useless. Yeah, you have to use two characters per mission. And the computer is completely stupid. Makes the it makes the absolute worst move choices that you can, and it gets stuck on things so easily. It is I don't understand how the computer can be so dumb on your side, but they're so smart on the enemy side. You know, the only solution is to kill the computer character. That <laughs> that is the only solution because, uh, like I said, he doesn't follow you. He rarely will actually hurt the other enemies. Um, your best bet is to really actually play this with someone else I think. And if you're in single player, I didn't know this my first hour, 2 hour playthrough. You can hit select to change to the other character on the screen. So like I will jump in and say if you find someone to play this with, don't play it with a
2: friend. <laughs> play it with your worst Cause, enemy. Cuz they will not be your friend after you're done. <laughs>
0: uh yep uh but yeah um i didn't know that you could you could switch over to the characters and like un get them unstuck and stuff but uh yeah select press select lethko you said you had the the power-ups uh written down do you want to tell us about the power-ups sure
2: uh the items there is an e which will always restore you back to full health Uh, It doesn't have a thing where it just gives you a little bit of health. If you're almost dead, you find an E on the field, you'll immediately go to full health.
1: Thank God that gives you full health, because I wouldn't want to see Wolverine on ecstasy.
2: (laughs) There is a lightning icon. The lightning icon will make you invincible or... For a, uh, nope, I'm sorry, I'm backwards on that. There's an invincibility icon, but then there's a lightning icon, and that's actually a screen clear that will wipe the screen of all enemies, which will immediately respawn on top of you. Yeah, the uh, manual calls that a smart bomb. And there is an S icon, and that stops all enemies, kind of freezes all of them in place. And then you have the opposite, which is a magnet, which will
0: stop you in place. Which is, Why? Why would you do that to us? This game's already hard enough and then and I get it, it's Magneto and he's holding you in in the spot, but like why would you do that? That's this is my question
2: is how does that work for like any of the X-Men outside of Colossus and the uh, Wolverine? Like how is Magneto just grabbing on the storm that like, yeah, get you're not well, moving?
0: Well, <laughs> you know how sometimes like when you when you have like you know boots, like work boots, they've got the little <laughs> metal rings in there. That's all I could think of is like it's those little bitty tiny tiny metal rings that your shoelaces go through. <laughs> so oh my God, the, the X-Men need a uniform change. Yeah. <laughs> they have steel toe boots and that's what's holding them, them down. That magnet is so fucking stupid. Stupid! I ran into it. I'm like, oh, maybe
1: it's gonna pull like things toward me or stuff. And I'm like, nope. I, That's what I, I thought. I cannot move now, so I'm gonna get killed. And you did.
2: And that ties in with the whole no post hit invincibility thing. Like if you get a magnet and there's enemies all over you, it's
0: done. Especially if they push you into like a laser beam or a door. Yes, which we'll talk more about in just a minute. Uh, oh, the the S the the one that makes everything uh, stay still. Apparently, it's called the Stasis Bomb. And I just, when I was playing it, I I just called it the Stop Moving Bitch icon. (laughs) Uh, That should be
2: it for the items. Uh, There's uh, five bosses, but one of them is going to be a struggle to get to.
0: Oh, you forgot the security key.
2: Oh, I guess it is technically an item. You
0: have to pick up two of them per stage. This is apparently the only way to get to the the bosses, eventually. And then there's a computer disk. You collect these after beating the evil mutant in each mission. So there's a total of four of these uh, computer disks that you collect as well. Which are old school uh, floppy disks, five and a quarter. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. Because my brother, who is like 15 years younger than me, asked me what a floppy disk was the other day. And I had to explain it to him. I was like, For
2: younger listeners, it's the save icon in your word processor. That's another word for your dick.
0: (laughs) Isn't it funny that the, the save icon is still a floppy disk all these years later? Like, it hasn't been updated. It's like one of the few old remaining things left from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's uh, talk about all the characters that you can play as. Hell yeah. A- and what they do. Do you want to name the characters, Goobs?
1: Yeah, first we got Wolverine here. His name is Logan, as most of you know. Uh, his birthplace is unknown, and his powers are a quick healing through cell regeneration, antimanium, skeleton, and claws, and super acute sense of smell. We all know Wolverine is a badass. For some reason, his powers don't work in this game. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> We got Nightcrawler up next, also known as Kurt Wagner. He's from the Bavarian Alps. Teleports through matter. Kurt Wagner. Wagner. Teleports through matter and over distance, carrying limited mass. Olympic class acrobat. Again, you can't really do any of that. You can, you can somewhat get through stuff. He's flexible. Up next, we got Colossus. Is uh, how uh, the fuck do you say his name? Peteyor. Pietre Rasputin. Something
0: like that. Yeah,
1: Pietre Rasputin.
2: I always just called him Peter.
1: (laughs) From Siberia, USSR. Converts body and organic steel like substance with superhuman strength and resistance to injury. Also great in the X Men arcade game. Yes. Up next, we got Storm, also known as Aurora. Moreau. From New York City. The second control of all weather forces can beam lightning from her hands or head. And she can
0: fly on air currents. Do you know what happens when a toad gets electrocuted? (laughs) A cheesy (laughs) one-liner. A terrible (laughs) one-liner. I don't even think I said it right, but... (laughs) You were close. Anyways.
1: The next one we got here is uh, everyone's favorite. I use that term loosely. Cyclops. Scott Slim Summers from Anchorage, Alaska. I didn't know that, actually. Can project beams of ruby-colored... Concessive force from eyes after exposure to sunlight. We got Iceman. He's solar powered. Robert Bobby Drake from Long Island, New York, one of the party boys. Protects intense coldness from body from atmospheric moisture into objects at will. He's Canadian powered.
0: (laughs) His powers are Canadian. Yeah, these are the characters you can select from. I do like that the character select has a nice selection of, of characters uh, from, you know, the comics and stuff. They're just, uh, with And it gives their bios and it, it gives a bunch of really funny stuff, too, like how tall they are and uh, some other their weight. I think it says their weight, like all that. But they do have different stats. Each one of them has different stats that you can uh, try to figure out. Also, for the uh, headshots of each
2: character, that that is graphically the high point of the game. They're actually not too bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, where you see their headshots, they look great. But the stats are power, endurance, speed, and willpower. (laughs) And uh, my willpower is very low on this game to play it. Uh, Anyway, so um, each one of the characters has their own unique abilities. Like Nightcrawler can sort of walk through walls. Storm and Iceman can basically fly, but it's not flying. The manual says something along the lines that some of the X-Men are better suited for one kind of mission rather than the other. So this actually leads me to believe that there are certain characters that need to be played on specific levels. I don't know that. I didn't read that anywhere. But that's what the manual kind of hinted at. And I I didn't see. That is true for one level and one character only. Ah, see. You do have one
2: level where you want to use Nightcrawler because his mutant ability of being able to go through walls, you can sacrifice some health to skip a good portion of the level. But outside of that, there's no reason to. Not to mention that the uh, flight and the uh, bamfing is more or less a suicide button if you use it for too long. Yeah,
0: because it just drains your health. Like if you start going through the walls, you'll start losing health. If you're flying, you lose health. So just kind of, you know, don't do these things. Could you
2: imagine being like a powerful mutant that, you know, you can fly through the air, but you can only do it for like seven seconds, (laughs) otherwise you'll kill over and die.
0: (laughs) So, uh, this means uh, that you're going to die a lot in this game using your abilities, (laughs) which is sucks. Uh, Like I said earlier, you have to pick two X-Men per level. If you die, those two X-Men are no longer selectable, and that's how you get your game over. So, basically... All these characters are your only chance. So uh, is there six characters total? Yeah. So you get three chances, basically. You get three lives to beat the game. Unless you cheat,
2: (laughs) you can go into the uh, practice mode, which is the danger room. And if you've lost uh, a guy on your team, I believe if you kill a certain number of enemies in there, it'll actually bring one back.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: So you can't just go in and then go out. I think you have to be in there for a while and kill a certain amount of bad guys in there.
0: Gotcha. So when you start the game up, it has a big X-Men logo and shows a slideshow basically of all the headshots that we talked about. Then you press start. It gives you some legal mumbo jumbo. I don't know why that's like afterwards once you press start, but it gives you all the made by, you know, LJN and stuff. Uh, You press start again and then it gives you the option to pick one or two player. (laughs) Once you decide if you're going to visit hell by yourself or not, uh, it gives you the boring level select screen. It's just text. It's ugly. It's not. It's boring. Like they don't have like pictures of the level or anything like that. It's just boring, plain text. It's kind of jarring, too, because the title
2: screen looks good and the character screen looks good. So it it kind of. Jars you after you uh, see those two screens that are looking fairly decent. You go into level select and it's just so plain. You
0: know, it it kind of reminds me of like when you use a code for level select in certain games, and like it just gives you a list of stuff. Like you're in like the the, the you know like the back door of the game, kind of. That's
2: mm-hmm. what it
0: seems like. Like, am I playing the right thing, or am I playing a, a ROM hack of this game, and it's letting me pick the levels? It just. It looks ugly, Uh, but you have the practice, which is just like the danger room uh, kind of practice area, future city street fight, subterranean confrontation, search and destroy the robot factory, and battle through a living starship. And you have to press select to move up and down. I can't stand it. When you can't use the D-pad to move up and down, and you have to use select. I don't know why, but that before starting the game, that pissed me the fuck off. (laughs) Just pressing select. I don't know why it gets under my skin so much, but it do. Uh, And then after that, once you pick your level, that's when you pick your two X-Men that you want to, uh, I don't know. Sacrifice? uh, Kill? (laughs) Sacrifice, yeah. <laughs>
2: you Spoiler pick- time with Lefco, Pick someone who shoots projectiles for you and pick someone that lunges or does that pose attack for the computer.
0: Yeah. So uh, once you start the game, uh, the player hub, like we talked about a minute ago, is non-existent on the screen. It's on the start. You have to press start when you want to see it, which is so inconvenient. But it does also tell you that you're, how many keys you have already. Like you said... Earlier, you need two keys to proceed on, so you're going to need to check that quite a bit because there's sometimes where you're picking up items that the enemies drop. They're all bundled up together, and you're not sure if you grab a key, or at least in my case.
2: A lot of times you'll have to go to a certain area of the level that will uh, drop keys and then uh, kind of backtrack because you'll come across the boss gate first and uh, you won't be able to progress because you don't have the key. But it... With the way the levels are designed, you can't really tell where you're supposed to go.
0: Yeah, there and there's nothing like giving you an indication of what screen you're on. You just have to memorize what the screens look like, and that's miserable on its own. Oh, and also, if you've collected one key and you die, you got to start over and collect two keys again. Hell yeah, you do. I don't know if you can already tell that I'm starting to... My blood is boiling and raging already. Rage! I thought you'd like this game. (laughs) Anyways, let's talk about the practice stage. Now, this reminded me of the Danger Room from the cartoon series, so I kept calling it the Danger Room when I was playing. Uh, It looks just... It's very, like, a sterile room. It's very futuristic-looking. Except this one is hell red. (laughs) Uh, This level has uh, little vents, and uh, they have turrets popping up, uh, constantly shooting at you. And you can't kill these. There's white and blue balls that float towards you. Then there's little robots on tank wheels. And these things (laughs) looked like the little coach character from uh, the home movies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I posted it on our Instagram. Uh, It looks like Coach McGurk. And uh, it just looks like that on on little wheels and it comes at you and shoots at you. You can't win this one. There's no winning. It's just like trying to see what the character's moves, I guess, do.
2: Yeah, you can uh, see what your controls are. And, of course, if you've uh, lost an X-Man or two, there's a way of getting them back by going in here and uh, battling for a while.
0: So anyways, moving on to the first actual level Future City Street Fight mission. This stage sort of looks like a war zone in a street. Uh, you get more coach robots, more balls of doom, centipede thingies, ladybug-looking creatures, spinning wheels of doom. Everything's of doom, just so you know. <laughs> just because none of these uh, uh, enemies can really have a good description. Robot gorillas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's it's it's the stupidest. Like enemies that you could think of, but I, again, I don't know what else they would do for this. Don't forget about the red panels. The red panels, yeah, they will kill you. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about each level having some kind of sliding door or electric fence that will kill you with one fucking touch. Rage.
1: It just spastically moves in and out. It's the most spastic door I've ever seen in my There's life. There's no pattern. It will- I wish they had revolving doors like this in real life where you just have to guess and go through and just get flung up to the other fucking side. Ten
2: people killed again today. The only trick I managed to figure out was to grind enemies until they dropped an invincibility power-up and then go through. That's
0: exactly what I did, too.
2: And and then, But
0: you shouldn't have to do that for a fucking door. No, and it's so, it's so stupid because sometimes I'd forget. Because, like, you'll sit there and do it, and then you'll be like, okay, I can make this. And then... It's just you misjudge it because you think there's a pattern or something, and then it's like, nope, surprise, bitch.
2: Or if you're playing as Nightcrawler, you can bamf to the other side if you want to sacrifice a little bit of health instead of, you know, dying. Right.
0: (laughs) So once you find the two keys and figure out where to go in this horrible maze, every level is a horrible maze, by the way, uh, Boomerang is the boss in this level. Well, is that, who's that supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. He aim- yeah, a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> he aimlessly throws boomerangs in every direction, but only two at a time. So, he, you know, you have a opportune time to attack him. Uh, but when he does throw them at you, it's hard to dodge because they move so fast. You can't dodge them. There's no way. There's no way you can dodge that if he throws them directly at you. Uh, There's also a countdown timer that starts as soon as you find, like as soon as you walk into the room. This timer starts going, so it's not once you kill him; it's once you see him. He'll he'll drop a uh, card key uh, for uh, the computer disk, and you have to make it back to the beginning of the level, which is fucking bullshit. And don't forget
2: to pick that up because if you forget to pick up the disk, you cannot unlock the last level of the game. Right.
0: Um, now, uh, at the end of each level, it gives you some white text to move you along, except there's a hidden message. If you defeat enough enemies,
2: certain letters of that text will be red.
0: Yes. You have to defeat 30 special enemies is what it says. I don't know what... Which... You gotta write down those red letters. They're very fucking important. Yeah. I don't know which enemies are the special ones. <laughs> no... So it's like, I don't know, do you just defeat 30 enemies? Which ones are the special ones? I don't know either, but I found myself grinding for that invincibility
2: power up to get through doors enough to where I always got it.
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, you uh you need these uh red letter, red worded hints uh to get to the fifth and final level that we didn't speak of yet. And nowhere in the manual it says that. And I'm not sure where you're supposed to figure that out. That you can put together a a hidden message. Like, there's is there any clue that you know of Lethko? I know I know you've had more experience with this game. Like, is there anywhere? How, how did you learn about that? The
2: only clue that I got was whenever I saw the red letters, whenever I beat a stage, and I kind of put it together. Hey, there's a message here. But then you get the message, and it doesn't make a lot of sense even after you decode it. Right. Like, the actual message is seek the advice of the label to make it to the final mission. The last mission can be reached from the mission screen by pushing select. But it can't. Now, if you seek the advice of the label, it ends up uh, being on the label of the cartridge itself. And uh, if you look in the cartridge, on tiny, tiny print by all the legal crap, there's a uh, tiny text that says hold select B or, no, it's not select and B, plus up, plus B together with start. But that's not the code, because uh, where it has that one section screen by pushing select that's lit up red, the actual code is to hold select, hold B, hold up, and then push start. But you have to do that while your cursor is over the danger room, otherwise the code won't work either. (laughs) <laughs> so the code's broken
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's terrible uh, anyways uh, to the next level the subterranean confrontation this looks like uh that like shit
1: green <laughs> muddy garbage <laughs> go ahead it's just muddy garbage looking like there's nothing to it it's just walking across fucking stupid colors
0: yeah this one's got like it's got green grass with there's holes everywhere and crappy-looking bushes, I guess? Some of the- Yeah, they're not like happy-looking bushes. Bob Ross didn't fucking make this game.
2: I like how there's some tiles that you can walk on, and then the identical tile will be in the next area, but you can't walk on it. Yes!
0: Or, is there certain tiles that just hurt you for no reason? Like, if you step on, like, the holes, like, the things that look like holes, it just hurts you? Or am I... Yes, they will drain health. Okay, okay, so I'm not tripping on that.
1: Watch out for those fucking worms in every level, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, some of the other enemies in this one are a little skeleton knight. Uh, They're just guys with little swords, and they're skeletons. There's the butterfly things, spiders, little masks on the ground. You know, things you see in every X-Men cartoon or comic book. Right. And I think that's a good point to
2: bring up, that the color of the enemies is completely dependent on the color of your character. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, I noticed that. Um Apparently, uh, they didn't uh, have very many colors to choose from for, for all the uh, sprites and stuff. So, Which this is the only game on the NES I've ever seen that's uh, had that issue. Right. There's these little gray mice, those centipedes that uh, Goose was talking about. Uh, uh, to get to the different... So each level, like, to, to go to the different screens... They have something different. Like in the first one, it has like, I guess it looks like a, 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 a man cover, a manhole cover. This one has like staircases, and that'll take you to the next screen. Uh, I can't wait to
2: talk about the uh, level transition for the last level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this one also has these holes, but they're not just holes. They have teeth, That's they and they look like stairs. And they, they look almost like the Stair Sprite, I guess. Like, they, they just kind of look similar. And this one has a piss gate. The Sprite for this one looks like it's piss bladder when when it shoots across or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, invincibility so you don't get pissed on when you're getting through that gate. Now, the boss in this one is Sabretooth. But he looks like the Flash for some reason. And he is constantly running away from you and jumping away from you. So you have to actually chase him down and kill him. Sometimes he'll jump at you, but the majority of the time he's just jumping whatever direction he wants. So, uh, yeah. And Which is
2: great how they took one of the most aggressive enemies from the comic book and make him continually run from you in the game. <laughs> yeah,
0: make him a pussy. <laughs> and you gotta remember, you have a as soon as you see these bosses, there's a timer that starts. <laughs> so, you gotta, like, beat him and get the fuck out of there before that timer goes down. It's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, now
1: he's, he's pussy-toothed now.
0: <laughs> Instead of saber tooth.
1: he's just a small little cat. Uh,
0: okay, so next up we got the Search and Destroy the Robot Factory mission. This level is mostly gray at first, but it has tiles everywhere. Everywhere. Then some of the tiles are... So, they're not just tiles. They end up with, like, lines through them. And it just looks awful. The ground looks terrible because it's just a bunch of lines at at certain points.
2: If your factory looks like this, you need to call
0: OSHA. Then it has some blue area that's just really confusing to look at as well. It does get a part where you can see a bunch of robot parts for, like, I guess the other robots that are not in this game. But it's kind of cool. Like... This is the coolest section of the game. Like, the, it, it just has the most stuff to look at that's like, okay, because it's like a robot factory. But these robots aren't in the fucking game, so it's kind of stupid.
2: I feel like this is the area of the game where it had the most potential and they totally dropped the ball. If you're going to have a robot factory in an X-Men
0: game, why is it not a Sentinel factory? Yeah, the factory? fucking Sentinel factory. Yes. Right. But instead... It's these little junky robots that you don't ever see in the game. Makes no fucking sense. Whoever made this game, we don't even know who fucking made this game, didn't do their fucking homework. <laughs> no. They made <laughs> they made Sabretooth Pussy like you said, and he's yeah. looks like the Flash.
2: <laughs> they spent all the time on the title screen. They're like, We got the comic book logo perfect boys. <laughs> How much
0: longer we got left to make the game?
2: Oh, twelve hours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So the enemies in this one are Bugs, Little Robot Men, I think, Sentient Springs. There's a goddamn Sentient Spring that jumps around at you. Oh, you never heard of Spring Man? (laughs) I have. He's in Mega Man, but he's much cooler than this. What is the spring in in The Simpsons? Do you know what I'm talking about? The, The Slinky? Is it a Slinky? I thought it was a spring character from Simpsons. I don't know, I, I forget. <laughs> I mean, there's like 400 episodes of The Simpsons, who knows. Uh, but that's what it made me think of. Uh, this one also has the one-hit door thing. Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. So here, I, I, I'm going to look that up real quick. S- see, so that's going to drive me nuts. I just
2: find it amazing. You go to the comic books and the X-Men are fighting all these crazy... Villains that can manipulate space and time, and then this game, you're fighting sentient slinkies.
0: Yeah, the spring is called Springy, and it's uh, the king of springs. It's a mask. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. the mascot that Homer designed for Springfield Olympic Games. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what it made me think of. Was Springy was coming to kill us? Anyways, <laughs> uh, where was I? Enemies in level three. Oh, okay. So this one also has its own version of the one hit door thingy. Uh they tried to make it look different, but I don't know what it's supposed to be. So it's two pipes that have uh these like red balls that appear between them. I don't know if it's supposed to be fire, I don't know. It just it's red balls. It's juggernaut's dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of the juggernaut, he's the boss in this one. Again, you wouldn't be able to tell. No, because he throws Hadoukens at you for some reason. Maybe he's punching so strong the air's moving around Uh, him. Oh, that's never been a thing in the comics that I'm aware of. (laughs) So that makes sense. You never do Juggernaut and throw fireballs? Come on, man. You know what, though? That is a pretty cool, like, he punches so hard he makes shockwaves. But, uh, yeah, another situation where you're trying to beat him before the timer, and you... It's the backtracking. Once you beat the enemy, that should be, like, you get the thing, you get the the disc, it should be good, right? That's just how I feel.
2: Well, that and having the timer start whenever you first fight the boss is a bad choice, too, because if it takes you a while to chase the boss down, you've burned through a chunk of your time before you can even start and leave in the level. Yeah.
0: All right, moving on. Battle through a living starship... I guess. <laughs> I guess this is supposed to look like a living, something that's living, and you're on the inside. Lots of red intestines-looking things. Lots of. It's a worse <laughs> version of Abadox. <laughs> uh, well, there's lots of these like little red ball things that are pulsating. Kind of, kind of a cool effect. I'll give it a point or two for finally having something interesting on the screen. Um, there's some sort of gross-looking doorway things on the screen that kind of look like, um... It, it's an asshole! Yep. The X have to travel through a asshole to get through the level! <laughs> yes, sir! It does look uh, like an, a noose. Uh, yeah, you just go through the butthole of this level and move around. The enemies! There's, I wrote my notes that say blue, circlish things, I guess they're supposed to be like cells in the body, like, I don't know, but they shoot projectiles, whatever they are. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they were. Um, There's some centipedes. I don't know what half the shit this fucking game is. Right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just blobby bullshit for the most part. They're, they're tapeworms. <laughs> yeah, that's what the centipedes are in this one, they have to be tapeworms or something.
2: You ever see that movie where the guy gets like shrunken down inside like the
0: ship thing and goes inside the dude's body? Yes. Yeah, that's what the stage is. <laughs> yeah, Magic School was. <laughs> oh. So the centipedes in this one are stone looking enemies. Like they they they're centipedes, and all I could think of is like they're like kidney stone centipedes. So, you yeah. Uh the one hit gate thing in this one is a bubble thingy, so don't touch the bubbles in this one. Wait till you have an invincibility. There's also these weird tentacle things that have what looks like an eye at the end of them, and they shoot projectiles. Uh, Also, everything in here is red, just like the fucking level, so it's hard to see the enemies coming at you from every direction. The boss in this one, though, is the White Queen, Emma Frost. And she turns into other characters and uses their moves like Mystique would. Yeah, well, I mean, Mystique can't use other people's powers, but she can no, but she mimic can them. them. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that
2: the entire level is the White Queen doing the mind fuck in your characters.
0: Maybe, sure. I, you know what, that's. Yes, that's exactly what it is. You, you cracked the code on that one because I couldn't understand why you're in a butthole the whole game and why she transforms. But sure, it's all taking place on the Mindscape. And if you, if you want to torture
2: someone by putting them in their worst nightmare, I can't think of many worse places than inside the
0: butthole. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and this is uh, where, hopefully, if you've... Uh, gotten all four floppy disks you'll get that red font it'll tell you what to do or vaguely tell you what to do and maybe you'll get to make it to magneto's level hey good luck figuring that out (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get this far i watched videos on the youtube because there was no fucking way this game was stupid well, at least Magneto's level looked
2: halfway decent.
0: I was about to say, the level looks really cool in this one. Uh, this is what the danger room should have looked Too bad like. Too bad no one got to play it. With, yeah, Lethko's the only one that played this last level out of the three of us. Out of the whole world, besides <laughs> the speedrunner. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do think this room should have been the danger room. This is what the practice room should have looked like. There's so much more... What, what? Go ahead. It kind of reminded me of Asteroid M in the way because you see all like the blue platforms
2: that are like under construction with the space background. Yep,
0: and you know that's I also have that written in my notes that that's what I think it was supposed to be like. So yeah, I agree with you 100. percent Asteroid M is what this is. Uh, but yeah, you, you, there's the teleportation pads. That's how you get from room to room. Luckily, no buttholes in this one. It's or stairs. It's teleport pads. Very futuristic. Uh, there is this one like X thing, like it's like a fire, but it's in the shape of an X. Uh, you have to time or use invincibility to get through it. So it's kind of like another version of the gate thing. Enemies in this one are a bat looking thing, a rock kidney stone thing from the last level. Uh, there's rhino looking guys. But they only look like rhinos when they walk left and right. When the sprite is walking up and down, they look like uh, Ed from Robocop, the, the the enemy from Robocop. Ed 209. Yes. It's funny, though. Like, if you see the sprite moving left to right, they look like a rhino, but then they look like Ed going up and down. It's just... Rhino-Ed.
2: Rhino-Ed. <laughs> An X-Men versus Robocop would be a hell of a crossover. Oh,
0: yeah, it would. Now Magneto is just like all the rest; he shoots all the projectiles, but his colors are way off. His he's he's blue and red, but that may just be because the characters that yeah, I watched. The character you choose? What's that? It's probably because the characters that
1: were chosen. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know if that's like that with everyone. I didn't see. I didn't watch other uh, people get to Magneto to see what characters they use. Now, for me, the bosses usually maintained their color palette. It was only like the regular
2: enemies that would like change depending on what character you chose. Oh, so
0: he just sucked all around. He just wasn't the right color. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. <laughs> How was the battle with Magneto? Is it any harder? Because like I said, I, I just watched it and it, it looked like it was the typical battle with all of them. It,
2: it's the same as the rest of them. He has a projectile shot that he'll throw at you. And as long as you chose a character that shoots projectiles, you'll take him down pretty quickly, just like the rest of them. The, the bosses are actually the, kind of the easier point of the game after you've you know, managed to get through the level.
0: Yeah. And then uh, you get a really shitty uh, text screen that tells you congratulations when you beat it, which I hate that more than anything. All it says is congratulations. You've saved the world from Magneto, and as evil mutants, humanity is safe for now. No cool, like, comic book pictures or... Nothing. Nothing to, like, feel... I do not expect anyone to see this. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair
2: enough. They could have at least thrown the pretty logo for the game that they did
0: on the title screen. Something. I don't know. I just hate when games just end with a congratulations. Like, give me something. I don't give a shit if it's the characters marching by on a parade. You know, that, that happens quite a bit, it seems. Give me something. I don't give a shit. But don't just give me text saying good job. I know I did a good job if I beat it. (laughs) Show me something. For for this game, it's even worse, because you have to do this meta stuff outside the game to figure out how to get to the last level. It's like, you want something a bit more. What the fuck is it with uh, X-Men games doing that? Because the Sega Genesis game also has the gimmick where you have to hit the reset button once you get to Mojo. And have fun on doing that in something like a Sega Nomad, <laughs> right? Yeah, which is impossible. And then, like in some of these uh, clone systems that are out there, you can't really do that correctly. Or if you're emulating, you can't do it.
2: I, I appreciate that they tried to do something different. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so...
2: uh, the implementation was just
0: broken. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on. What do you guys think of the music in this game? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that part of the show where <laughs> we get to complain about the music.
2: The, it feels like they did not use the NES sound chip to its full advantage. Like uh, in a lot of other games, you get different. The best way I can explain it is layers of music. You'll have your higher tones, your lower tones, and then your, uh, Drum tones, is what I would call them. Yeah, and I feel like in this game, like they only used like one level, and that's it, which is like the higher tones.
0: Yeah. Um, music wasn't nothing special at all. I could have done without the music. Completely. Fuck!
1: I could make better music with a couple p- pots and pans and some spoons in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't have much nice... I'm not
1: impressed by this at all. It's LJN. They never have really any good fucking music, so... Right.
2: The the, the only good tune I can really think of, and I use good for acceptable, would probably be the music on the title and on the uh, player select screen. The music on those two are probably okay. But once you get into a level or something, it's awful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well... Guys, what about the graphics?
1: How do we feel about the graphics on this? I'll start on this one. I already said this. You might as well just take some uh, Vaseline or butter and just rub it on your eyes because you're not going to be able to see what the fuck you're <laughs> doing anyways. It's so muddy. The character's like, you you didn't know if it was a, a fucking rhino or a tank. Yeah. And, 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 uh, the villains, you don't even know what the fuck they are. There's like random colors. Like, I would not know a saber tooth. Just a guy who runs away from you. The scaredy cat. <laughs> the, the logo, yeah, the logo everything after
0: that, no. It's just,
1: yeah, you might as well just make saran wrap glasses with butter on it and then play this game. It's not going to make a fucking difference. Right.
0: I, I, you know, I'm with you because I didn't know what characters were what. I actually had to look them up. Well, it, I looked them up in the manual. I, that's the only way I knew that, oh, that is supposed to be Juggernaut who throws Hadokens. Oh, that is supposed to be... Uh, boomerang, which, again, is not an X-Men f- staple for, you know, the X-Men universe. I'm sure that they have faced him at some point, but he's not a regular, you know? No, he, he's much more on the
2: Spider-Man side of things, if my memory serves right, whenever I was reading comics.
0: And honestly, I... I don't even remember Boomerang. I just... Boomerang, I I associate with DC and Flash. So I don't know who Boomerang is in Marvel, to be quite honest.
2: Well, I mean, whenever you have other villains who can, you know, impersonate anyone else, you've got a villain that's literally named Juggernaut who can go through anything, and then you've got a guy from Australia that's throwing boomerangs at you.
0: Shout the fat shags. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. Anyway, so graphics are awful, I think.
1: Yeah, all the sprites in this game are fucking lazy. Like, oh, it just makes me so fucking mad.
0: And that little lunge, that little step forward for their attack, like, it's so bad. Sparkle, 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 pose. I just mm-hmm. thought that, you know, because there's so many bugs in this game, it was just like, I'm squashing you. Step, step, step. It just looks like they're stomping on the bugs. <laughs> we okay but we're
1: playing like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, because they do a lot of posing. Right. But no, we're playing X-Men.
2: Oh, Well, what a, maybe they're trying to be like the Ginyu Force.
0: Ah, that's it. That's it. Uh, what about the controls, guys? How did you feel? How, did this game handle well? It handled... Functionally,
1: yeah. but not smoothly. <laughs> might as well grab that same butter or Vaseline and just cover your whole hand in it. Because <laughs> 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 it's not going to make a fucking difference. Fair enough. Fair enough. The fact that you can only jump and or fly for a short amount of time without dying is fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, so annoying. Trying to get through these fucking death doors is fucking near impossible, unless you have an invincibility thing. Navigating through most of these levels is as fucking complicated as hell.
0: They needed a it's map, a, a little mini-map or something, so you, you knew where you were going. They needed a display. They needed they a, need dis- a lot more than that. They need to fucking just throw this game away. You needed a display. You needed to see your health on the screen. You needed to see if you had keys collected. And you needed a little mini-map. Those three things would have improved this game 75%.
1: Every great game has a HUD. Yes. Like... That's just how you fucking know what you're doing, or you're, where you're going, or what item you're using, or how much health you have left. Simple, fucking basic shit. Like, it's not like Mario. Mario, like, you could tell from how big you are. This, you can't tell
2: anything. Yeah, I don't know where they got the idea of using your mutant powers slowly kills you. yeah. But only certain mutant powers, because apparently, you know, you can shoot lightning or laser beams all day long and not have a problem, but the moment you try to fly, or the moment you try to teleport, you've got five
0: seconds at best. (laughs) Right. Yep. It's... yeah, whatever. Um... Yeah, uh, graphics controls. That's that's everything.
1: Well, I guess I should go wipe my eyes clean from all this butter and Vaseline, and get it off my hands as well before we continue on with the show. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're getting it everywhere. You need to go yeah, clean it's up a little. Quite a mess. Yeah. You know, let's go. Since Goobs is gone, uh, let me. I, I got this really cool rare collectible. Uh, let me just whip out this six-inch hairy beast I have. Uh, look, it's a little. It's a, you oh, know, it's, a cool. it's an action figure. It's a blue. Harry, like he's actually got hair on him, but he's—I didn't know they made hairy yeah, beasts. It size. sucks though because it, the hair gets tangled up on it, uh, and you have to. I can see where it got mad matted. Yeah, him a so bit. He, he comes with this little comb, and you have to comb his hair out. So just here, let me straighten out some of his hair and comb it. Comb, comb, comb. Ooh, <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, is that you? No, that was not me. Okay, well, I, this knot's really bad. I'm gonna keep keep getting it out comb 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 ooh. does that thing have like a pull chain to make I, noise no I, I don't i don't know what that noise is it's weird I, all my items make noise for some reason i don't know here comb 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 ooh, hello fuckers oh, ooh, oh i'm a six and
1: beast. Ooh. beast
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh. the hell is that it, well that, <laughs> this is the goob's genie um, Ooh, hold on. Let me get to my true form. <laughs>
2: Well, it's like eight inches because it's not anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: nah, you need to put some pants on. Uh, we we don't want to see your uh, your beast.
1: Ooh, genies have no need for
0: pants. Ooh. Okay. Anyways, uh, hey, Goops genie, uh, lefko this is Goops genie. Usually he gives me cheats for the games that we're playing, which you know I'm glad. You're here. Ooh, yes, but you two fuckers, ooh, you used both the cheats already because
1: someone couldn't prepare for a snake pit. Ooh. Uh,
2: I'd shake your hand, but it looks like it's covered in something. <laughs>
0: I don't Ooh, it's looking to be covered in your blood for ruining the segment. Ooh. Yeah, look, look. Hey, chill out, relax. I mean, it's not like we. Ooh, I'm gonna show you my
2: superpowers. Ooh. It's not like the code was a secret, it was printed in the front of the game cart. Ah, <laughs> uh, what are you.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna turn to the
2: Goobs Cushioner. The Cushioner? We put on my leather mask. Ooh! Oh, why is there a zipper over the mouth? Ooh! I'm gonna make you both my like gimps.
0: Uh, no, no, I don't wanna be a gimp. Oh, too bad, mask on both of your heads down. No, Ooh. No. Oh god. It's can Oh, Ooh, here comes the paddle and my oh, god! Ooh, oh,
1: next time maybe you don't give my kids away, you little fuckers.
2: Ooh. Nothing
1: but maggots? Oh, I'm gonna crush you with my giant feet. Ooh! Oh, oh. oh god! Uh, smells like tickle! <laughs> Ooh, time for the feathers. Oh, no. there are fuzzy
0: there pickles. Are fuzzy pickles. Oh, the safe One. Ooh, bye. <coughs> Let Let's go. Are you okay? Oh, my ass hurts. Oh, I know. He was he was just smacking my ass so much, and now it's all raw and it hurts. And I, oh, uh, I think it's blistered. Uh, my ass is tender right now. What the fuck you guys doing looking at each other's assholes? Uh, duh. Uh, uh, do you want to hear some fun facts?
1: Start for fun facts with Toby? Ping.
0: All right, it's time for everybody's favorite game show. This is How Much Is This Game? This is a game show where Goobs... That's me. ...and Leftco, That's me. ...are going to try to guess the price of this game. They get the $5 window. Shows the tall hands. <laughs> if they're within that $5, they get the sound effect. Are you fellows ready? Fuck yeah. Ready as I can get. Move on. All right. Loose NES cartridge. How much do you think it goes for... Let's go. I'm going to give you the option of going first or second. Do you want to price this right, Goobs' bitch ass, or do you want to go for it first?
2: I will attempt to go first, but keep in mind I got this game for free. <laughs> so.
0: Ah.
2: Um, let's see. NES game, but uh, LJN game.
0: LJN, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm going to
0: say $7. $7? $7. Oh, you were close. Uh, Goobs, how much uh, <laughs> How much do you think this game is going for? <laughs> how much would I pay for it? No, <laughs> that's not what I asked. How much do you think the going price is? Well, it
1: can't be more than 10. Hmm. I'm going to say 10. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it can't be more than 10. I'm going to go with 10. I like your uh, your answer. Well, you guys both were close. But only one of you gets the sound effect because this game goes for twelve dollars. Ah, overpaying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's paying
0: that? <laughs> I guess i I'm not even taking that as a victory. I guess y'all both actually got it right, but I was thinking Goobs was the closest. He, he was yeah, closer. Y- y'all y'all both can share the sound effect. How about that?
1: I'm not happy, but you, you
0: can play it louder for Goobs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, complete inbox. Uh, this is the box The manual And the cartridge How much do you think this complete inbox set goes for? Oh Um Twenty Twenty-eight dollars <laughs> oh, There's no way Good guess, you were close uh, Goops Fifty-six dollars Oh. Fifty-six You don't want to go higher than that?
1: The box art, man. Okay. People might just like to have this in their collection. But you don't want to go any higher? No, I'm going to stick there, even though it's probably $72. i am going to stick with 56
0: Okay, okay. Uh, you were close as well. Y'all were both so close. Y'all were, like, right on the money, almost. This is going for $94. Back. What insane person is paying that? <laughs> it's,
2: because, it's because of the artwork, man.
0: It, hey, that box art looks really rad. You gotta give at least that. Yeah, it's one of the best
2: parts of the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best part is looking at it on the shelf, but not actually playing it. <laughs> how often do you get to see Storm with a mohawk? Right, yes. I'd buy that for a dollar. Alright, moving on to some of the very few fun facts that I could actually scratch up on this game. Maybe Lethkoe might have a few that he can add if he if, he, uh, if I don't get them all. Uh, But this is the only title bought by LJN that was developed by an undisclosed external developer, and that's why it's so confusing on if it's both tech, uh, a company called Pixel, or even possibly Atlas. Yeah,
1: because no one wants to fucking fast something that (laughs) made this pile of shit. I wouldn't want my name attached to this either.
2: Right, I, I get it. I'm shocked that they gave it the
0: official Nintendo seal of quality. Right. So this was the last game released before LJN was sold to Acclaim Entertainment. And this is probably what put that final nail in the coffin. (laughs) 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 Uh, Uncanny X-Men. So this is more uh, about the comics than anything. Because I just really couldn't find much fun facts about the game itself.
2: The only uh, only other thing I saw at the top of the cartridge... Says interactive, spelled with an E, video games. That's the only NES game I remember that has that logo on it. Huh, I did not notice that. Now, I don't know if others did have it, but that's the only one that I noticed. So I don't know whether LJN was trying to make like a series, kind of like how the Black Box games had like the action series and the sports series. Maybe
0: LJN wanted to do the same thing. Right. Uh, so, uh, like I said, some comic book history. Uncanny X-Men's first issue was released September 1963, featuring the art of Jack Kirby, and it was written by Stan Lee, and it was just titled X-Men. Now, as of this recording, there have been over 600 issues spanning between five different volumes. The original five Uncanny X-Men were Beast, Pre the Blue Hair, Iceman, Angel, Jean Grey, who is Marvel Girl, and Cyclops. The X-Men series didn't officially become Uncanny X-Men until issue 142, but it was already using Uncanny on the cover starting at issue 114, which is the October uh, 1978 issue.
2: There is also Professor Xavier, who I would consider
0: an X-Man. Yes, or the yes, leader. I, I, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I should have, uh... I mean... crippled, just like this game is. (laughs) Uh, So Wolverine's first appearance wasn't in an X-Men book. It was actually in Incredible Hulk 180 and 181, where he actually fights the Hulk. And Stan Lee originally wanted to call the X-Men Merry Mutants, but Marvel said no. (laughs) But the publisher Martin Goodman suggested X-Men, because of their... Extra powers,
1: (laughs) extra abilities. Yeah,
0: I was gonna write what issue uh, Wolverine showed up first in the uh, X Men comics, but I forgot to do the research on that. So I apologize. Uh, But that's it. That's all I got for fun facts. Just a nice, quick, easy fun facts segment, guys. That's it. Okay, now it's time to motherfucking rage.
1: Rage
0: This is the Rage Meter We're going to break it down Give it a 1 to 10 on how pissed off this game made us How pissed off, goobs So pissed off, you're going to get
1: Bobby, the Iceman there To freeze one of your testicles And you're going to smash it with a hammer And just live with that for the rest of your life <laughs>
0: <laughs> Icicles? That's
1: how mad this game makes you icicles yep. <laughs> Just one of them Or you're a clitoris too, if you're a female <laughs> You can freeze that and smash it with a hammer. I Cliddles. Okay. Uh
0: okay. It'd be uncomfortable. Uh, the order we have chosen for this one is Goops is going to go first, then Lethko, and then I will rage last. Uh, Goops, go ahead, my friend. Tell us what you think. Oh.
1: Well, I feel bad for my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean. Shout out to her.
0: Yippee!
1: For uh, my actions, will play in this game. I was swearing quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, this game made me fucking want to actually smash something, like put my TV, my head, or put my controller my head or fist or something through the fucking TV. Because, uh, this game was just pure and utter bullshit right after the, the beautiful fucking start screen. That's it. That's it. That's the only redeeming quality of this fucking game. Then you're just into a mash pile of bullshit. It's just like fucking, yeah, you're running through just nonsense nothing makes sense in this game there's doors that fucking kill you there's panels on the floor that you can walk on some levels, some you fucking can't you don't even know what the fuck the enemies are throughout the half the game they're changing fucking colors just because they can't afford a color swap on this fucking between your character and theirs three of the characters are absolutely fucking useless but you know you have to play as them if your fucking character dies he's gone for good unless you go to the fucking danger room and bring him back to fuck to life and uh, yeah it's just the music's fucking not redeeming at all oh, I'm just fucking mad at Steven <laughs> talking about it I'm just losing my train of thought just thinking about this fucking pile of shit like we don't even know who made it like I said uh, a few minutes ago because no one wants to fess up to it because yep. you know what if they did i go fight them <laughs> they're on the list of uh, goobs is gonna fight you at Secret Levels Con one day. I'm just going to have a, a fucking ring there with all the lube and uh, butter from my hands and then I'm just going <laughs> to put it on the ground and we're going to fight these fuckers. <laughs> Sounds sexy. Controls are fucking garbage. Like, yeah. I went through 15 controllers during this game. <laughs> or I should have.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it felt like doing. This I is went fucking into garbage. Debt and...
0: <laughs> playing this game because of all the yeah. controllers I bought.
1: <laughs> and fuck you, Lefko for... Uh, suggesting this game. Happy (laughs) to have you on the show, but fuck you. You're part of the issue here. Listen,
2: I've heard you complain about Bubsy so much, I just thought I wanted to let you know there are worse games out there. I'd rather play (laughs) Bubsy than this.
0: Ooh, jeez.
1: You heard that here, and that's the fucking truth. Yeah. Because this is fucking, this is bad. This is unplayable. What other fucking game do you have to break down a fucking, use a Stupid code. They have to write different letters from, and then use the front of the fucking game to figure it the fuck out. Fucking nonsense. Fucking garbage. Fuck LGN. <laughs> fuck that stupid rainbow man. I'm gonna shove it up someone's fucking ass. Oh, this is a fucking nine and a half. Damn. Yeah, it's stupid. You can't walk through a fucking gate without dying. You can't fly without dying. Can't do anything without
2: dying. Fuck this fucking game. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, alright. Let's go. What, what are you thinking? Well, I was probably screaming the same thing that Nightcrawler would be screaming if he played this game, so I'm going to have to go with 9! 9! 9! Because um, I will give this game two redeeming factors that will take it down from a 10. One, the logo art on the cartridge
0: and on the uh, box is beautifully done. So, anytime you got mad at this game, you just looked at the box art and you, it calmed you like the Hulk. Like, you're like raging like the Hulk, and then you're like, oh, Betty. But not Betty, it's, oh, box art. And you calm down just a little bit? Just a hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, this game made me want to go play outside. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But on top of that, the title screen looked good, and the uh, character portraits looked good. It was cool seeing the stats of all the characters, but then you got into the rest of the game. So that's the only redeeming point. That's the only thing that will stop me from saying a 10. I'm going to go with a 9.
0: Okay. Well, for me, uh, instantly, instant rage when I had to press select to make this fucking cursor move on the menu... I hate that so much. Why can't you just use the D-pad? It's so annoying. Pressing pause to see the hell. Not knowing where to go, sometimes random spots will seem like they'll hurt you. (laughs) Like like you're stepping on a hole but you didn't know it was a hole because you don't blink when you get hit. It's not like there's any indication that you have been hurt. So you just die. There's certain times I'd just be standing there and just fucking die. The four enemies, because they can only have four enemies on the screen at the same time, spawning so much, which I get why, because you have to find these items. But I hate the the RGN of that. Of If you're in the right area, you have to just keep killing stuff. So essentially, if you don't know what the right screen is that you're supposed to be on... You just gotta sit there and kill shit for about five minutes before you can be like, okay, I guess I'm moving on to the next screen to see if this is where the key is. So stupid.
1: Man, you know what this game reminded me? What? When you said hurt? Now I know what Johnny Cash is singing about.
0: (laughs) I hurt myself today playing
1: Uncanny X-Men. This this took years off of our life. Thanks, (laughs) glad
0: I could help. Uh the hint on the cartridge goob's already raged about it, but I want to rage about that if you were if this if it all worked correctly, if you got everything correctly and it and it worked one hundred percent, you're still having to take the cartridge out of the Nintendo. If you take the cartridge out of it, you have to start the game over because there's no password system. there is no password system, there is no save files, so you have to do it all again. So essentially the devs were like hey, fuck you kid beat it again even though you just stressed yourself out and took years off your life you were <laughs> you were 8 when you played this guess what you're 35 now because you it took that many years off your fucking life because now you got to beat it again that's so fucking frustrating like if it would have been on the top label or something or you know what? Let's just say this. Thank God it wasn't in the fucking manual that most people threw away or got rid of. You know? Because that would have been brutal. Um, <sighs> I'm just That's if you can get the code to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, a 10 out of 10 on the rage for me as well. So, uh, we're, pretty, we're pretty pissed at this one, guys. I think this is the highest rage meter ever just because everything kills you constantly and there's no escaping death in this game. It takes so much patience. Constant respawns, fucking everything. Look, I do think that you can beat this game fairly easy. You just yeah. Have- can also
1: beat my dick with a fucking hammer. <laughs>
0: Am I gonna do that?
1: Red.
0: No. I just think you need a lot of patience for this game, and I don't have that much patience. Uh, Lethko must be a saint or something to have completed this game. Or a masochist. <laughs> when,
2: when you're young
0: and you only have four or five games, you'll play them until you beat them if you're yeah. desperate. <laughs> I don't think kids. This would have made me quit video games. <laughs> I don't think kids these days understand that concept as well, you know, with, with games being so readily available or free downloads or whatever. Uh, If you had a game, like, that's what you played, and that's all you played. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, But let's move on. Let's let's try to calm down, if we can, all of us raging right now. We're gonna get. I thought we we're going on to shutouts and everything now because I'm like, I'm done with this. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: we're gonna go ahead and rate this game from one to ten, let you know if it's still worth playing. One being it's the worst game we've ever played, ten being this was absolutely the bomb diggity. I'm gonna go first, we'll go backwards. I'm gonna go first. The graphics were awful, everyone has a palette swap. Music isn't great. The story is basically the most basic X-Men story ever, so it's kind of boring. It makes sense, but it's boring. There's no different gameplay mechanics. It's the same thing constantly. It's just redundant. Uh, the gameplay is not impressive, even if like everything worked correctly. There's a bad layout for the health and all that. Your, your player hub is non-existent. Bad attack animations. This is just a bad game. The only thing I sort of like about this is that the code is printed on the label, but I also hate that at the same time. It's a very neat thing. Like, if there was save states in this game of some sort, or a passcode, it would have been cool because then you're like, oh, I gotta check this out. Like, But also, how the hint is given to you is really shitty. It just wasn't executed great. I think there could have been a better way. Um, yeah, this is, this game is garbage. 100% garbage. I'm going to give it a 2.5 because it functions. You can play it. It just takes the most patience in the world. I like the idea of the code on the label and I like the box art 2.5. That's all I can give it. That's the highest I can give it. Lethko. What do you think? My friend, well,
2: as of the recording of this podcast, there are two people here in our 40s. So, if you take the fact that there's two of us, and then the number four, and pull out your copy of X-Men for NES, <laughs> you'll see the number 5161, if so if you go four over from that, that's one, which is why I would rate this game. <laughs> You did Steiner math, but this was Lethco math. Oh, no, it's a, it's a secret code. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would actually, believe it or not, rate it a one just because, for the time at this release, there is no reason for a game of this low quality to come out. Like, you could go back and play Atari 2600 games that have infinitely more gameplay and more entertainment value than this.
0: (laughs) You're right. 100% right on that. So you're giving it a 1? I would call this
2: possibly the worst game on the NES. Everyone craps on games like Action 52. I would gladly play Action 52 over this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Damn. Oof. Oops. I'm, I'm curious uh, on what you're going to say about this now.
1: <laughs> cool box art,
0: 1.5. Are you serious?
1: 1.5? Yeah, it's, this is garbage. You don't. You don't I'll ha- give it a two if that makes you feel better. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do to this game, want it. Uh, Take a number two right on it. Just fucking. Ugh. You don't even want to talk about it no more. I'm done with this game.
0: <laughs> well, with our combined score, uh, all three of us combined, we are giving this an overall 2.3 rating. That's much too high. <laughs> <laughs> and that's being very, very kind and generous, I feel like. But, I, hey, I do like that. You, what you pointed out, Lethko. Like, this isn't even Atari quality of a game. This is bad. So bad.
2: No, I was shocked and so shocked at the time whenever I was a kid. I still had my Atari 2600 and I would go back and play other games after this on that system. (laughs) (laughs) For for a palate cleanser? (laughs) Absolutely. Some
1: people might disagree with us, but
2: that's our thoughts and how we feel. I will load up some Pitfall, some Space Invaders.
0: I'll load up E.T. (laughs) Finish him. All right, this is the end of the show. We're going to wrap everything up. uh, But before we let uh, everyone plug all the stuff and whatnot, we are going to shout out the patrons real quick. Uh, Goobs, uh, give some nice Patreon nicknames, don't you there, friend? Yep, before we do that, I just want to say thank you, patrons, from the bottom
1: of our cockles. We love you so, so much. And as always, thank you for supporting your thick boys.
0: Thick boys we
1: really 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 appreciate the help.
0: Yes, we certainly do. love
1: the support. just it just makes us feel so happy. yeah
0: and you know we don't we don't say this, but like the the support that we get uh, pays for the hosting fees for our show and for Ginny uh, beans podcast, which we'll be mentioning here in just a second. Uh, but uh, thank you everyone and you can also go to patreon.com dot slash bad and donate as low as $1 to get a bunch of extra content, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com to find all the links to everything, uh, especially the Patreon. So, Goobs, what are the themes in this one? I'm not sure if I've done
1: this before, but we're going to do it again. If not, I'm going to do X-Men Villains.
0: Alright, so, to kick us off, you know, since uh, since he's here on the show, uh, what are you going to give go? Uh, he could be Mr.
1: Sinister. <laughs> leather Daddy.
2: <laughs> I've had enough leather for one day.
1: <laughs> well, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> well, that's a long story. My bad, yeah, story Anyway. Uh, Ian Keppel. Oh, he's Mystique. Uh, Lo-Five Alex. Magneto. Uh, S. Dubel. Sabretooth. Ashton Ruby. Juggernaut. The Mermaid Under Toby or our friend Grim. He's a bunch of things. He's a whole bunch of sentinels. (laughs) Parallax Puddles.
1: Cassandra Nova. That sounds like a porno (laughs) name. That does. That's a good porn name. Uh, Sean Bursett. Speaking of, Emma Frost. (laughs) Uh, DJ Romance Baby. Speaking of... (laughs) Omega Red. <laughs> Ooh, one of my favorite X-Men villains, Wolverine villain. Yeah, he's badass, but could also be another
0: porno name. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Gilmy Talks. Shadow King. Um, I don't know. That, that's a porno name, too. <laughs> Wolfman. Wolfman is Sebastian Shaw. Another porno name. Are, are X-Men just porno names? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ringo the Riz of the Rizzles. Blob. A uh, uh, Riz of the Rizless. I'm sorry. Blob. <laughs> Paprika.
1: He is Dark Phoenix. Eric Berg. William Stryker.
0: Retro Rex.
1: He is Mastermind. Uh, Martin from the
0: Reviews Brothers.
1: Onslaught. Keith
0: Gasper.
1: Toad. Crisco, please!
0: Uh, pyro. Fat Shags. Mojo. Our librarian. <laughs> Poppy the Mask Keaton. He is uh, Strife. And our friend Riku. Apocalypse. Those are the patrons. Again, patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. Uh, and lots of extra content on there. Please uh, go check it out. We got a bunch of free stuff on there if you just want to browse around and see what's uh, free to listen to. Uh, Let's go, our pal, our friend. Thank you so much for coming on and. <laughs> We use that term loosely. (laughs) I feel loose right now. Anyway. (laughs) What? Don't worry about it. Uh, Hey, tell us about your podcast and uh, where we can find you on stuff.
2: Um, I do a show called Afterglow, where I go over my childhood memories of one game per episode. Uh, The show's kind of getting revamped right now. Um, I've got new music that's being done by Grim, who does the Lost and Gone podcast and artwork done from uh, some guy that goes by toby von doom i, I don't, oh, know, I don't he, know him sounds like uh, an asshole no clue who he is uh really good with photoshop though <laughs> hey thank you but uh that can be found on pretty well any podcast network whether you do spotify apple podcasts amazon music you should be able to find it about anywhere
0: hell yeah uh definitely go check out his show give him some love and uh yeah thank you for uh well, I don't know if I want to thank you. You, you forced us to play this. <laughs> As I said, I have heard the legacy and the legend of Bubsy
2: on this show for so long. I just wanted to bring on something that might compete with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Goops, I do have to ask yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Would you rather play this or Back to the Future? <laughs> I got him. I knew that
2: was going to get him. Ooh. I think Back to the Future might have better music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Look, at least there's different things to do in Back to the Future, right? Oh,
1: I plead the fifth. <laughs> no matter what I say, something's going to come back and bite me in the right, ass. Right, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, all right, well, uh, we got some social media for our show. Do you have social media for, for your show? Uh, not yet. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm on Twitter.
2: You can find me under Leftco on Twitter. I don't do a whole lot with the podcast on there yet, but...
0: Uh, Every once in a while, I might post something on there. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, We have the Secret Levels account, uh, at Secret Levels Pod, on all social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Goobs and I have our own personal... Uh, social media Uh, I'm at Toby Von Doom on Instagram and X Uh, I said Twitter I'm Doom's WN on both of those and uh, yeah follow us see what we're doing Uh, I stream on Twitch from time to time at twitch.tv slash Toby Von Doom now you can see the replays on our YouTube channel so make sure you're also subscribed to our YouTube channel and uh, you know if you want to watch me play the games that we're we're talking about on the show please uh, follow me uh, Goobs, what else do we got there, pal? Oh, we got a motherfucking discord. Damn right. Come join. Be one of
1: us. Yeah. Left goes in there. Come say hi to him. Bunch of our friends around are on the show are in there as well. Come, uh, come party, man. Come hang out. Come talk to us. Me and Toby are in there quite a bit. You can actually, like, get on voice chat with us and shoot the shit and talk to us and get to know us a bit better on there. Jenny Bean's in there. Our friendly, We have all of our friends in there. Yep. It's great. Come join. Be a part of the family.
0: Yes. If you don't,
1: you're silly. <laughs> if you don't, I'm going to make you play this game. Oh. Some awful threats there. And uh if you want to be a part of our Tuesday streams, you can come chill and then uh we're always doing it in the Discord.
0: That's right. Doing it in the Discord. Tuesday night streams. <laughs> uh what else? Uh we got we've got uh some other stuff. I'm blanking. Yes, we have a sponsor. Oh, yeah, we certainly do. Retro Pop
1: Relics. Go to com.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Since you're choking, I'll take it from here. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) Something blue stuck in my throat. Oh, don't worry about that. Uh, (coughs) uh, Hey, you can get some awesome 3D printed uh, giant game cartridges. You can get a
1: feather. Where the fuck a feather come from?
0: Uh, Weird clear uh anyways the giant uh <laughs> cartridges you can get super nintendo game boy nintendo 64 and nintendo switch cartridges they're giant blown up cartridges look great for your game room great on a shelf uh show off some of your favorite games that you loved as a as a wee lad or gal and
1: speaking of love valentine's day is coming up oh yeah so you could even get your loved one on a game. I'm sure that could happen if oh, you really talk to him. That's
0: that, that's something sweet you could do. Because he can do custom orders, but that'd be sweet to have you and your loved one on a giant Super Nintendo cartridge or something. Yeah, so you can blow each other. Oh, man. Really get into Valentine's season like that, right? Could get one of the yeah. Codex
2: men on the Super Nintendo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you go to RetroPopRelics.com, you can save 10% by using the discount code GENIE yes. for whatever reason. Yes. God, uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not talk about it. Anyways, uh, go check it out. Cool stuff. Lots of cool uh, artwork and stuff on the cartridges that you can have on your shelf. Uh, what about uh leaving us a review? Leave Lethko reviews. Leave us all reviews. Any of your favorite podcasts that you listen to, leave a review or some stars on Spotify because it means the world if you do that. It's so helpful to the podcasting community, and it's very motivational. Yeah, go leave
1: Nocturnal Mysteries a couple stars, too, because Jenny Bean puts a lot of work in that. And also, go check out Nocturnal Mysteries wherever podcasts are listened to. It's a show about the nocturnal... In the mysteries. <laughs>
0: That's, a <good laughs> try. That's a good try. Yeah.
1: It's a very very uh very creepy show. She puts her a, a lot of work and a lot of effort into it, she does all the research, writes it out, records it. And then Toby Von Doom, I wonder who that guy is, I heard he's good at uh Photoshop right. yeah. will uh edit it and put it into your ear holes.
2: I, for uh, one, am looking forward to all the one-star reviews for recommending this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't don't ruin someone's <laughs> Uh But yeah, Nocturnal Mysteries, go check it out. She's got about 20 episodes up right now, so there's a good backlog of uh, spooky cases that you can hear about. A lot of fun, a lot of spookiness. Don't listen to it at night. You've been warned. So go check it out on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, i get creeped out listening to it whenever i'm at work <laughs> right yeah the, hey i'm editing it and there's some there's been some stuff where i'm like ah this is spooky to edit by myself so oh i love stop. listening to it but sometimes it's like oh wow <laughs> sometimes i just need an adult in the room when i'm listening to it <laughs> uh anyways uh what, what else oops if you want to support us, you can do the five-star thing. Or
1: you can also go to tpublic.com slash users slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful
0: t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, again, Lethko, That is all, let's go we appreciate you and we hate you so much. <laughs> you <laughs> well, can- I, I enjoyed my one time on the show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was just going to say that.
2: It's <laughs> one and done, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, it,
0: hey, it was fun talking to you. It was not fun playing the game. You're a son of a bitch, and I love you. So it works out. It's a love-hate right now. You're... Why is there leather masks on the ground? Hey, don't. I need you to stop looking at the leather masks and stuff, and don't worry. <sighs> Do you got a mirror? I need to pop something. <laughs> you need
1: some of my uh, hand Vaseline butter that, compound? Oh,
0: my ass is burning. but No, no. Sh- that, no we're good okay then game over folks I have to sleep on my stomach
2: I hate secret levels podcast